Oh, I got his ass now. You have to be fast on the track. I hate that guy. This race can change the rest of your life. Those absolute clowns. We're at 15bmx.com. Go on, do my best, and whatever happens, then it's good. My bottle got stretched a little bit. And I got a tight little butt. Look, I'm about to light this shit up. Coffee Chatter Live, where are you guys at? Oh, Canada! Coming out of the answer tent right now. Pop Dog Millionaire! Let's make some noise, Tori Nighthog! Whoa! Show 236, Monday, February 26th. God, it was a good weekend of World Cup racing, wasn't it, Palm Daddy? Huge weekend, fantastic. Dude, um... Like I know this is the second one, second stop on the tour, but two great tracks for racing. I thought they were they was fantastic again this weekend. Dude, two of the best tracks I think they've raced in a while, to be honest. Yeah. From a spectator from like a spectator point of view. Hundred percent. Like big jumps, tough, like lots of passing going on, really quick. I mean, you look at the ones before this, what? Last one before this, Australia. Or sorry, sorry, uh uh where am I? New Zealand. Argentina. Sorry, I was saying Argentina last year. Oh, before. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so like last year, Argentina, like small track. I mean, like exciting racing, but like small jumps, small track. One before that, there was the one in France, short first straight. Um, Papadol, great, obviously. But uh, yeah, like these two, I feel like the tracks have just been phenomenal and the action's been so good. Yeah, man, that track is gnarly. Like the last straight, we'll get into it, but boy, did it claim some people. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. So somebody in the live chat last week mentioned it and we kind of glanced over, we were, we were, I saw it after we were done talking about the track and they're like, yeah, claim some people. And now in my head, I was like, well, okay. And then I watched racing. I was like, I, first of all, I loved the line options, mm -hmm. like the so roller cool. over step up, roller over double, roller over step down. Like it was really exciting. And then it made some differences. Cause like, as everyone saw, like there were some good passes that went down. You had some people drag racing doing opposite lines, which is just so sick. So good too. It's funny, like, if yeah. you look at that straightaway, nothing about it looks tech. They're small little jumps, but they're so small and tight that you have to either, like, you got to figure something out going full speed. God, you got to be precise, and it's very easy to make a mistake. Yeah, 100%, right? Especially when you're battling, like, you're making a move in the last turn, you come out elbow to elbow. It's like, you better choose something and be confident about doing it. Yeah, and just from watching it, like, it looks fair. Like, it looks like you're rewarded for riding it really well and you're penalized if with any mistake, which is, like, the perfect last straight if you're battling for fourth in a semi or whatever. Yeah, yeah, 100%, right? So, And it turned that uh, lined up perfectly for it, too. Like, that last turn was just setting it up. Like, people, there was some, like, Carlos was going being Carlos. Like, he was just being a magician, of course, making some moves. But they would come out and there would still be a drag race, which is cool. So, obviously down the last like last straights are very important in a race but so is so is getting a great gate and we all know winning starts with a great gate on, on a pro gate europe zoe great start of this weekend dominated elite women class one from the inside one from the outside what a stud two for two are you kidding me it's like she practices on a pro gate europe it's you know it's like is she practicing on anything else no would she be getting gates like that if she was probably not she was, we'll get into it, but man, she was good. So yeah. impressive. Different yeah. rider from the past couple weekends. And she said so kind of, you know, in her interview, I think it was the first day, like she kind of acknowledged that she didn't, didn't have her best weekend in, in New Zealand and she really wanted to come back. And boy, did she ever. Did we? Yeah. Fantastic. Well, we got to open up because like 
there was a, a few handful of people I feel like that really stepped it up in this like from one weekend to the next, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So that's what you gotta love about weekends like this, so close together. You get those, you can see the differences in riders. So so it was one of them. Great starter, Pro Get Europe. Go get yours today. Let's let's start off with some headlines. I wrote I wrote some stuff down as I was watching. Oh yes. Um, Good. we gotta start with the U twenty three finish line crash on Saturday. <laughs> oh my God, Jordan Callum just fucking ate shit right before the finish line in third <laughs> didn't cross the line not only I, I bet he could barely walk the next i bet he could barely walk the next morning but the poor kid man he just missed out he was like two feet from a podium finish. yeah dude, <laughs> he's so like, close maybe not even like one foot from a podium finish yeah that's got to sting more than the actual like crash itself right and it was the italian guy who got third and he crashed across and- the line too right fucking crash hard too like he hit his head and slid i saw someone commented why is he on the ground so he didn't even crash so hard it's like dude are you high did you not see him hit his head and slide 20 yards on asphalt you you do that and you tell me if you just bounce right up people think that if you're just like you're right there above the ground like meaning you're riding like you're not going to slam dude you can slam hard just on flat ground when it happens as quick as it happens and like something grabs you just boom boom and you just whip down dude you slam so I saw Jordan put out an Instagram post. I can't remember what he said, but do you know if he's like, <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming he's like generally okay, but goodness gracious, what a crash that was. I, I haven't seen it. I should, let me see if I can find right now. It's like we're on the, uh, look on the Insta. That's injuries apart. You just said injuries are part of the game. We'll be back better. Yeah, man. He was riding well. And dude, that crash, <laughs> the last straight obviously claimed him. Um, yeah, man. I don't know if I've seen something like that, like that part of a crash right before the finish line and you don't cross. It's tough. Oh boy, is that ever. That is, I mean, that's devastating, obviously, completely. Man, you're just like, it's got to hit you. Like we talk about it when I say hit you out of nowhere, like a crash can come out of nowhere. When you're that close to the finish line, you're thinking about crossing the line at that point, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you got to jump left. You're like, you're coming down. Like, yep, here it comes. About to cross the finish line. Boom. Something like that happens. Dude, he launched. That was an ejecto seat, cuz. Yes, oh man, I, like <laughs> I hurt. I hurt watching that crash. Like just the way he slammed his hip. Oh my god. That's what you don't miss about BMX anymore. Hey, that kind oh, of shit. Oh my god, Jesus. But so, yeah, congrats. It, and the Italian dude went to bunny hop his bike, and then bike just stopped, and he kept going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he actually had like the the vision to try to bunny hop, which was cool. Love that. Love that yeah. part of it. Right. Right. So I know we're going to have to get an ejectocito um, panel button here over here. So I'm going to have a, I'm gonna have to work on that. God, when, what's his name? Um, when Grendel does that, it gets me every time. <laughs> ejectocito, cuz. My favorite <laughs> announcing call in our sport is that. <laughs> I laugh every time. Oh. I just think of Fast and the Furious. I think of someone getting blasted. <laughs> and it just brings me so much happiness. So good, dude. I fucking love it. Um, oh. speaking of crash, there's another one, oh. another headline, Romain Maillet. Did you see him yesterday in the first corner? I think it was the first corner. Uh, second first corner. Second corner. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see, did you see him walk the, the track? the state of him? What he was, what he was, <laughs> had to deal with there. He blew his visor off. First of all, <laughs> fucking somehow blew his front wheel completely off. He was carrying his bike just with the rim. It was unbelievable. That's a like tough, tough look. <laughs> the camera pans to him and it's just, just. Just full stormtrooper helmet and uh, <laughs> wheel off the rim. That's when you know your lap's not gone great. That's the definition of an absolute yard sale. 
Visors gone, oh bikes God. in pieces and some shambles. <laughs> you got a, tire, a wheel just hanging. You got a tire off the side. Tubes just, you know, still in the tire somehow. Just walking his bike off the track. Like, that's tough. You know, and he, uh, you know what's cool, though? He got mangled, but he still, like, walked to the top of the turn and threw his gloves to some kids, which that's really cool, man. Gotta love that. Gotta love it. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, like, if you already crashed, fuck it. Enjoy the walk. Have some fun. Be nice to the fans. He's got his own business going. He's his own. He's his own. Like uh, he's an entrepreneur, mm. right? Would you call him an entrepreneur yep. with his bike brand? So 100%. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So he's got to be good selling products, y'all. Sell that product, baby. Nice guy too. Like just yeah. never heard a bad word about him. Never heard him say anything. Really good guy. And it's it's cool that he did that because a lot of guys would have been pissed, and I'm sure he was hurting and just would have yeah. rode off. But the fact that he like went up to the top, turned to throw his gloves, I thought was really cool. Can we talk about that entire? Was it the entire race almost like maybe not the entire or so that was the quarter, but I was looking at a different race. Did there's just like crashes like that happen in everywhere where somebody was coming Chaos. to a turn, blow up, and then people were in the wrong place at the wrong time so much. Yeah. Um I want to give a shout out too to Taya Rufus. Man, dominant weekend winning both days in U23. She's a really good rider, great style. She's super aggressive down the ramp. Um, stay smooth around the track, seems really determined to win. So I thought she was really impressive as well and performed exceptionally in front of a home crowd. That's uh, Yeah, I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't really watch much U23s other than the finals. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I didn't really get to see a ton of her, but um, really cool for hometown, like mm -hmm. in home doing it. How old is she? Do you know? Is she junior? I think she's like seven, it's got to be like 17, yeah. Oh, that's awesome, hey? Yeah, and it's cool. Like her interview the first day, she couldn't even talk the first like two minutes. She was so happy and like, had tears of joy so it's it i like seeing emotion like that from people yeah that's that i love that is cool i gotta say i don't like i've watched a lot of like the uh supercross interviews lately and I'm, you, you know you get the classic bullshit i mean supercross like moto moto supercross yeah. news there's been a lot of those bullshit interviews it's just like the same old shit and i watched the interviews this weekend and i was like happily surprised on how candid pretty much everybody was like from like zoe who like her English is not her first language. It's pretty tough. And she, I felt like, shared, like, enough that I was like, damn, like, mm -hmm. you can tell she cared. She put some thought into it. She meant a lot. To Isaac, like, I thought his was, like, I thought his was candid. He was telling the truth, like, just being honest, mm -hmm. like, this is sick. And then same with Kai. It was just, like, I don't know about what, like, what it was about those interviews, but it just felt like it was, like, I wanted to hear those. Like, I want to hear how you felt, and you guys actually gave me the real mm -hmm. deal. That was cool. It's nice to see some actual insight. Yeah. Like, I want to yeah. hear, like, I want to know that, like, man, it's been tough. Like, Kai, like, it's been, had a shitty year. It's been tough. Like, had a shitty weekend. Bounced back. Find, found a way. Did it. Isaac, like, dude, won on his home turf. Hasn't won a World Cup before. Like, best weekend of his life. Of course. Like, that's, mm -hmm. that's awesome. I thought it was cool, too. Like, you said, like, you know, like, when going through this, I wasn't sure if I wanted to come back. And it's easy to, from people's outside perspective, like, oh, yeah, Isaac's a tough guy. Like, he's hurt, but he'll be back no problem. But, man, it's really fucking hard to get hurt and be off a long time when you're at that level. And yeah. like, we've all been through it and you do have those moments like, dude, fuck this. Like why I don't want to keep getting hurt, blah, blah, blah. And just, so to see him come through that and like, we'll obviously talk about it, but to win at home was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I love that stuff. That's the um, stuff. That's the behind the scenes kind of things. That's why we need post-race totally. test conferences. You know, I want to hear from the other guys too. The guys that made their main, yeah. maybe not a main for the first time, but sure. A main for the first time, a podium for the first time. Well, let's hear about their story a bit. So another headline was, okay. It's not necessarily a headline per se, but Obviously, at Supercross, they need to have two straightaways, one for the men, one for the women. Did you see Elise's quarter the first day? Uh, Yeah, but let me go back happened. to it and watch it. So like, she didn't make it. So reason I bring her 
you know, there's a lot of different um, examples of this happening because it sucks for the women. They go into the first corner and have to cut back. And so every knockout round, more or less, someone gets pushed in the pro section, gets screwed. There's no reason, there's no way Elise should not have made it out of this. Like she was in second, good spot, got pushed into the pro section and didn't make it. And I know there's not necessarily a way around this because like I said, you need two straightaways. And generally like the guys are going faster, jumping a pro section. So the guys have to be on the outside. It kind of just is what it is, but it, it does suck for the women. Like you have to cut back and someone always gets messed up. I want to, I want to see this firsthand just so I can get a good feel for what we're talking about, but I totally know what you mean. And um, she wasn't the only one like this example just stood out to me because it was Elise. And I was like, man, she really, she didn't deserve to not make it. Like it's kind of uh, ridiculous that she didn't just because of that essentially. Like, cause she got squeezed off before the pro set there and kind of shuffled. Yeah. Back. And it's like, yeah, there's yeah. no way she, of course she should have made it through where she was. Yeah. She I didn't guess do anything it, wrong. And it's like, you get kind of screwed. I guess there's the like the the first turn racing is is very drastically different for men and women in the sense of so yeah I see so that different. it sucks for guys like uh, or sorry it sucks for the women like you just if you get caught on the outside there you get pushed off a little bit and then you you're fucked but I will say on the counter to that like they have the a lot of the women they push them up enough where the girl on the inside will push one of them up and then you think like in the men's racing if that happened like the guy's done he sh- he shuffles back. But there are times where these girls like are able to go around the outside because they have an extra, let's say, not half a straight, quarter of a straight maybe, to get around. Like they have that extra jump to get around the girl on the outside still technically. Whereas in the guys, I guess it's like you get pushed up in the first turn and instead of getting shuffled back at the jump, you get shuffled back right in the turn. So I, I see what you're saying, but I also like, I mean, like that's just their racing, I feel like. It's just different. And there's no solution because... It, yeah. Is what it is. Obviously, if there's one straightaway, it'd be different, but you can't you can't realistically do that between the men's and women's classes mm-hmm. and like have it like good for both. You just can't. Um and it's a normal straightaway. I think Elise gets like second or maybe third and makes it no problem. But it just kind of sucks when that happens. And it, there's ob- always examples of someone in like second and they have to cut back, get pushed in the pro set, and they don't make it, which yeah. is too bad. I think the best option for that is like is what Sleeman has though, and it's like that that big that first jump that is combined, so that you have so much room yeah. to make moves yeah, and slide right. in. Yeah. It's just yeah. like it's tough when she's like trying to get around, but she like it's kind of almost second guesses and like fuck, do I go around or do I slot in? And doesn't slot in. So mm. when she finally does get to the part where she has to slot in, then she just drops right back. Next headline: I somewhat DM'd Coffee Chatter that was there. I can't remember who it was. And they said, I guess the someone, I don't know if it was a track official or UCI official or someone was telling the Colombian fans to keep quiet because they were being too loud, I guess, during the gate or something when Mariano was up there. Someone told me this. No I way. can't confirm, but yeah, just hilarious. And he just loved to see it though. It's uh-huh. funny too, when they showed Mariano on the broadcast, obviously it, simultaneously they were showing it at the race, like on whatever big screen they had. And you could hear the crowd just erupt and Mariano was smiling. It was good fun to watch. That's incredible, dude. She literally brings fans around the world to watch BMX. It's yeah. incredible. Like she's the only one that does that. I saw some people too commenting, asking where they come from. So I'm pretty sure what happens is if Colombians are like in an area, like there's just random Colombia, like, like there's random Canadians or Americans all over the world at any point in time, vacation, whatever. There's Colombians in Australia or Colombians anywhere. And when they know that she'll be at a race, the people there will just come to the track to watch. That's wild. Hey, if that explanation made sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Like they're enough yeah. of a fan. Like Mariana's enough of a superstar that's like, if you're in another country, 
you're just happen to be there. You, you'll know, know that Mariana's there racing a World Cup, so you're going to go try to watch her. And I wouldn't be surprised if some actually traveled, yeah. traveled to watch it too. Yeah, they could too, right? It'd be like us yeah. if we were like in, I don't know, Europe, they're fucking playing the hockey world champs or something. If Sidney Crosby was playing like in the same town, we'd be like, let's go watch a game. I think it's like that. That's what I've, that's, I think she told, I think she told me that before. Someone told me that. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, dude. Isn't it? Yeah, dude. What a, she is, you know, they talk about needles in sports. She's the needle. <laughs> yeah, she is. But they talk about Same. who moves the needle. She's the needle. She is it. She is the needle. Great crowd. Um, I'll say great crowd by the looks of it. I yeah, mean, there uh, was. Yeah, yeah, good energy. Really it felt like in the whole. It's not. It's not a stadium, but um, with that trees, with the where the track is, that stadium vibe to me. I don't know. It seemed great. Yep. Yeah, it was really good. Actually, yeah. it looked like there was a good crowd and yeah, uh, well attended. A Sylvan social media check in quickly. He so he. I'll read exactly what it says, but he basically did. You see this this morning? He said that is it on our we need chatter? to. Oh, his post. No, he said, we'll, we'll move forward as a sport when people with a voice will stop saying BMX is unpredictable. And he said, my point is, if you keep saying this, or to keep saying this as a large audience will make us look like clowns. High performance can be unpredictable, but at times, all sports are. Stats don't lie. You will not attract big sponsors and TV saying it, and we can make it even more predictable, consistent. You know, I, I agree with what he's saying, because th that unpredictability has hurt BMX. Because I know, like federations, for instance, will put more money into track cycling and other sports like that, where they can they feel like there's a higher percentage chance, like if they invest the money, that someone can become Olympic gold medalist. Whereas in B, they feel like BMX is unpredictable in the sense where you could invest money and someone could be the best rider and not win. So right. I, I agree with what he's saying, and I don't think it's as unpredictable as people say. Because the main, like the winners, the main, the podiums, the mains, it's the same cast of characters and the people that have the highest finishes do more often than not. It's right. not like someone, someone random fucking wins a world cup. Like that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess like I, I guess when I, I read his post too, I, to be honest, when I first read it, I was like, why is it a bad thing that we're saying it's unpredictable, but I see where you're coming from. I see where it's like businesses, companies, like sponsors, like they want somebody or people that they know was going to be solid the whole time. Right. Like they want to be able to put their money on somebody that's going to be good. And if, I guess, so he's saying, if we keep saying like, like, oh, BMX is so predictable. Anybody can win. All these people can win. It's like a sponsor's not going to, or a company is a country, whoever's not going to want to come in and sponsor them or that said person. Is that kind of what he's getting at? Yeah, and it's a real thing too. It's like, okay. you know, it's like if you look at track and field, like Usain Bolt, obviously a much bigger, 100 meters sprint is a much bigger sport than us, clearly. But right. it's like, you, if you're Visa, it's like you want to put your money in an athlete. It's like, okay, you put it into Usain, you just run in a straight line. If you just get out of the blocks and run your race, you're going to win. Yeah. Whereas if they think BMX is unpredictable, why would they invest in it? Because they're trying to invest in a gold medal or a medal or whatever. Right. And so if they view something as like a riskier business move, they're not going to do it. Yeah. And I've heard of this happening. Like I know it happens in federations. I've heard it multiple times. And it, it does happen in with companies. So I think he's bang on. That's, That's a, a good point, point then. It's funny. I think back to actually 2021. And I, I don't know if it was on the podcast or who or when I was talking about this, but maybe we were, where I was like, yeah, so many people can win. But it felt like there was a year there, and I thought it was that year, that it was like you were seeing the same five to ten people in the final every time. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't like anybody could win. It was like there was the same guys every time. And I think that's kind of right now. Like it's the same idea. You're seeing the same names typically. I will say, though, you got races like Sunday where I opened up the the semi 
and the final both to like is this like you would have never predicted this semifinal you would have never predicted this final so it's like in that sense there is unpredictability that is part of our sport but so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like it's not um but i will say like you're right you see the same people winning so you, you do and it's like look at the elite men's class at the world cups the last like rolling 365 days you have what four winners Joris, Romain, Cam, and Isaac. Yeah. So those so. are the four. If you were to pick four guys winning a World Cup, I mean, you might sub Neek in. Or no, sorry, Kai also now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who... I mean, the people who you'd probably pick to win a World Cup have. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, winners. there's no there's no denying uh, yeah. that, right? And it's... Yeah, five, it's the, five winners the last year. I'd say it's the podium, too. The podium guys yeah. are who you expect. I mean, I'll say Jay Smooth was a, a new guy to the podium. You probably wouldn't have put him there originally. But at the same time, like it's what's one guy like it's still the the other guys on the podium are all kind of like uh ah, you're the nations their their countries their sponsors and the fans are kind of expecting them to be where they are yeah so. and podiums can swap out like second thirds like you can get some guys that run hot and, and podium but generally like if you look at over the course of time more people rack up multiple podiums than i'd say people just get one-offs 100 you look at sylvan how many how many podiums does that guy get? You want to talk about exactly. someone's consistency? Like that's yeah. not he is predictable. Like we laugh and we yeah. make jokes about it, but he is predictable. Kind of like yeah, I, he t- totally is. It's kind of golf. I'm not. I'm just gonna always relate it to golf when no, I can relate I it was, to golf. Honestly, I was thinking the same thing. It is. It is yeah. very similar to that everyone's that like way. anybody can win golf. Anybody's gonna win. Well, you look at the majors and you're like everybody that wins the majors and the big ones are the people you're like. I could have guessed he was going to win it. Mm, same thing yeah. with BMX. Oh, everyone can win. So many people can be in that final. Yeah, but the same guys seem to always be the ones on the podium and winning. And, and talking specific, specifically about a winner, like when's the last time someone random won a World Cup? Like it doesn't happen. No. No, it wasn't. It hasn't been this year. It wasn't last year. Was it in 2022? I don't, I don't know. No, like when, like no one random, you don't just stumble into a World Cup win. Fuck, no, that's... <laughs> You better go buy a lottery ticket because, bro, you you got the a lot 100%. of luck on your side if that's going to yes. happen. All right, let's get into uh, let's get into some of the racing action, elite men. Let's start off with um, Isaac's win. So we touched on at the beginning of the program here, but fucking round of a cla- round of applause, Isaac, man, unbelievable. That was a storybook ending for him on that day like coming back from injury at home world cup i mean you couldn't script it much better than that that's what it's all about you just go through such hard times think of quitting he's probably like you said this weekend was a goal for him and to win a world cup and like he probably thought about it and dreamt about it and visualized it every single day that he was injured and that probably really kept helped keep him going in those hard times that he was struggling um and to come back and do it like day one, you'll win it in front of the home crowd, your first world cup. He was fast all weekend and he got really unlucky the second day, like Diego sliding out in the corner and Isaac hitting him. Like neither of them did anything wrong. They just got really unlucky with obviously it had rained a bit and the turns were getting pretty slick, but man, Isaac rode so well all weekend. And he, I'm sure he would have been up there battling on day two for the win too. Probably. Right. I mean, yeah, you've been through, like we've, we've been through enough injuries where it's like when you're coming back from that injury, a lot of times you have that like what one race that you're thinking about where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm fighting through all this pain right now to be in that, at that race and do as best as I can there. Guaranteed. This was that race for him. Like there's probably so many sessions, so many squats, whatever it was, so many deadlifts that it's like, okay, like I'm going into this thinking about that race and then to actually come through and make it happen. Cause that doesn't happen a lot. 
the actual fact mm-hmm. of coming through and be able to make a win happen when you're um, coming back from injury like that at the exact moment you want. I mean, everything just lined up for him. That was cool. Hey man, just a true, true champion. And you know, like the next world cups in Tulsa, he was fast as shit in Tulsa last year too. And yeah. now he's going to be coming off a world cup win. I, yeah. He's, it's going to be fun to watch him the rest of the year leading into the O show too. Yeah. Yeah. When you get that kind of confidence, the momentum he has right now, like building off the first one, got this one under the belt. It's like, yeah, I don't see that slowing that pace slowing down anytime soon. No, for sure. Not on the, on the counter to that though. God damn. Did Joris hit hard? I felt so fuck. I felt for him. Dude. As, as soon as I saw him crash, I was thinking it was going to be something or could be something serious. Any word? Like I saw some people say he broke his collarbone, but I, from what I've heard, it's worse than that. And I would think. Mm. So, yeah, I texted him and I basically way. got, let me just confirm here. But it was basically like he's doing all right kind of thing. Um, where is it now? Let me open my phone. Got my phone sideways right now trying to. He had surgery like today or something, didn't he? Oh, for real. That's yeah, heard, he didn't really, he didn't say much. I don't know if he wanted to just disclose everything, yeah, but yeah. he just said, yeah, doing okay. It feels like I got hit by a train. Um, so I can imagine, dude, the slam from that height of that jump, dude. Oh, hope he didn't hit his head. No, I hope not. And yeah. um, if he was even able to walk away from that, like, I think that's a good sign because you bu- it was a little bit of a butt scuzz to like hand blow off to like from basically oh. from the top rope. If you want to talk about from the top rope, that was as high on the track as he could have possibly gotten. Man, those jumps are steep, and he try and he just like tiny the mistake. You case a little on like those jumps with a little case pad, a little yep. little table. You butt scuzz. It's just fucking insto instant ejecto seat over the bars. Once again, what like I, I guess I, maybe all crashes come out of nowhere, dude. Some I don't know. Sometimes they don't, but that's another one that does. You, you're not expecting that at all. No, man. It's just like I was thinking about this yesterday, and. BMX can come out and bite you at any moment. It doesn't matter how good you are. Like Joris is one of the best riders in the world and of all time. And it's like a simple, simple thing. It can, it can happen any moment without you, re- without you realizing. And like, when's the last time anyone saw Joris crash by himself over a pro section? Like it hardly ever happens, but yeah, I hope he, hope he heals up quick. I'm sure he will. Yeah. Hope so. Um, I'll just, uh, cause I was already talking to him. Jay smooth, dude. That's the guy was, Fine in lines. He was fine in space, fine in room. Uh, I did not expect him to be. I've expected him to be in a final lately. Didn't expect him to be on the podium the first day. That would. That's got to be huge for him. Might as well just do it the first time, eh? Makes right. it easier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get two out of the way. A podium and a final at the same time. Get him out of the way. You're good. He's been steadily getting better at World Cups the last like year or two. Actually, probably two years, I would say. Yeah. Um, showed some good good speed two weeks ago in New Zealand, made his first semi, then obviously made his first main and got on the box and probably feels like a massive weight on his shoulders. I'm sure making a World Cup main was a goal for him for a long time and a podium. So once you do a goal, once you accomplish a goal like that, it's such like a relief, like, okay, I can do it. I know I did. And now I can just kind of get back to get back to my routine and and race hard and have that always be the goal. Yeah. And you don't, you don't have it like as looming, I will say. Cause like before you do it, it's always there. It's like you go and so much like, fuck, like, am I ever going to make a main? Am I ever going to podium, whatever? And it, and now it's like, once you do it, not only do you believe you can, but you don't have that extra, you ride a bit more free. I will say hundred percent, you know, your riding is, isn't good enough to do it. You know, your training's good enough for it to pay off after it all. Like everything just mm-hmm. becomes like, you know, you can do it. Dude, they're him and yeah. Cam are like I know Cam Dude, they, out, but they seemed like they were in a lot of laps. Just they're like a package deal. Now, <laughs> yeah, I feel like those two. <laughs> it's just like 
<laughs> it was wild. Like they were, it just seemed like, yeah, like the, I don't know if it was quarter semi and final, maybe it wasn't, but it felt that way. Like I think back to it. I'm like, were they together all those laps? Like they were just duking it out a lot of the times. Dude, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I was always just tweeting Larson and Jay Smooth on, on, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the weekend. Those are the yeah, two guys though for the U.S. right now with, uh, with Wood out. Dude, it's just those two holding it down. Yeah, and quick before we get into that, congrats to Cam Larson. Answer BMX Escort. Get yours today. In a second, two for four for mains this year. Pretty fucking good. Solid. So we got a little situation happening here in Team USA now. Mm. One one result, one result now, and Jay Smooth is right there in the ring. What are we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's gonna make things really, really interesting when it comes I to I mean, the yeah. Like he is, he's throwing it in there. What would you do as, as, so not maybe between them, but if you're looking at like, who do I pick? And you're like, okay, let's take the names away. Let's go off results. I see a guy that has his first World Cup main, but he got a podium or I'm seeing a guy that's been now two out of four World Cup finals. What are you taking? I think at this point, you're still probably taking the guy with two out of four World Cup finals. I think you got to see who does well the next, in Tulsa and the world. That is the thing. That, it's that's pretty fucking close, dude. Now, yeah. like... Because you throw, mm. let's say, Jay Smooth throws another podium in there, and I'll, or sorry, another final even in there, and it's Dude, like even a main, yeah. So I'm 100%. like, good luck trying I to think pick. You, if Cam's healthy, you got to pick him. I mean, he could go win the thing. So yeah, that's that is the thing. Who's got the most? I guess in their sense, yeah. Who's got the potential to win? I think Jay Smooth's gotta got the Cam. potential to battle it out right now. Cam's got the potential to unleash a whole shot out of nowhere. Yeah, and I, I mean, Cam Wood, you got to pick for sure. I think if he's back, regardless, he doesn't race again yeah. until the Olympics. I wonder. Uh, let me check points. But yeah, those two, it's going to be, mm, yeah. It's funny how one day can change. It can change the Crazy. conversation. Yeah, but well-deserved. Like, he got in the box. So, yeah, they, Tulsa and obviously the world, is, it's going to come down to the last last race, I bet. God, I love watching these points and the inner battles between countries. That's fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> so it's when you're just... on the outside of it, it's awesome. <laughs> I know. Um, we're going to... So I, I got to ask a question here. Romain, so he's made one out of four main... No, two out of four mains, one win. I don't want to say we're... I'm not going to say panic button because that's an absurd statement. Yeah. I'm going to say, is there a reason to hit the I'm concerned button over the fact that he can't get it done in a pack and he has any he, like he's a very good front runner unbelievable front runner probably the fastest front runner in the world gate and first straight and if he's out in front yep i'm saying this because at the olympics the racing is a whole lot tighter even than these ones yeah you have to fight for every inch of the track and you kind of need to do it from everywhere i hear what you're saying do i and the reason I'm also re reason to bring it up, it's a pretty gaping hole in his in his yeah. racing. Let's be yeah, no, let's like be real. His it's, pack it's riding huge, is huge the hole. It's yeah. terrible. But it's something I think he doesn't he's not worried about. Like it's not like he's uh I think he knows his potential is so high when he's as fast as he is that he does not even blink twice at it to the point where he's like, I'd rather just like be easy and be safe if I'm mid pack. I think that's honestly it because he knows the next one, mm -hmm. he's like, I could probably go out and like do my thing, whole shot, go win. So I think to the, some people, they probably think like, okay, maybe sure panic button or at least like be concerned. Personally, as a fan, I wouldn't be. I'm not even a little bit. Just because, mm -hmm. so I think for one, I think uh, the, the gate to kink, Sleeman, I think is pretty short if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. I think it's short. 
so I'm not going to be like, yo, that's perfect for Rome. I think the flatter, the longer, the better. The guy's a fucking horse. And then I think like, I don't know. You just get him on a track. Like I'm going to say Paris. Like we know, we don't know what the first trade is, right? Do we know what the first trade is? Like the layout of it? Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've seen it. I don't really it. know. It's, it's not the longest, not a big long three jumper, but it's from what it oh, was. You mean like length of it, length of it, or like the new jumps? The jumps, like what the jumps are going to be. We don't really oh, know what the yeah, jumps are going to be. It's pretty decently long though. Like it's. Okay. You know, and so like, I just, I still see Rome just being able to dominate enough on that track and to the point of like, I don't think France needs to worry about eyes. Ah, you know, we need to be worried about like a guy who's not going to be good in the pack. No, like they're going to be like, let's just turn you into an absolute rocket that you already are and just get you to win every lap. I think it's like, yes, the, the Olympics is different, but he's just, he's still mm-hmm. a level above when it comes to that. If he's on. No, I agree. No question. He is like, no question. He's a level above. If he's, if he can gate and whole shot every lap, there's just like, if you just don't, there's a problem there. Yeah, there is. No, I'm serious. There's a problem there. And it I don't know if it'll bite him or not. He dude, he could it, it's in Paris. He could just whole shot and win every lap or just you know, he might get the odd second and then pick six and whole shot. It's hundred percent possible. Yeah. But if there's ever any problem, if he doesn't whole shot or doesn't get a good start, it's you know, could be an issue. A part of me feels like I haven't talked to him. No, about I think it. he's gonna I'm gonna think he's got they're probably gonna win or not medal in Paris, to be honest. Fair enough. I don't yeah, I don't think there's anything hard to bet against that based on his track record i think that's honestly true um part of me honestly thinks though like i don't think he's worried about these world cups i know that sounds ridiculous and no, i know I he is but i think he's like i bet you his program is solely based on the osho maybe the world's mm-hmm. but like 90 percent osho so i think he's like not even at peak rome right now no i agree and he probably and and it's fair enough. It's smart. Like, don't risk an injury trying to get fourth in a quarter when you really don't need to. Like, yeah. it kind of sucks to go out. But, like, it's also not super easy to do that and then just be like, oh, when I have to go at the Olympics, I'll, like, battle in the pack. Like, you kind of need yeah, it's some true. time to do that. Yeah, which you're right. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do that. He's not going to go to the Olympics and then just battle. That's not him. So, that is, I see where the concern will be. <laughs> I can see how people yeah, are going to be concerned. Something to watch. It's, uh, I don't know. It's, hmm. He's, his response to that is try to keep up. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, and it's true. It's a fair argument. It yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. But so. it's, it's definitely a hole because comparing him to someone like Joris, who's also obviously a great front runner, Joris is really good in a pack too. Right. So there's no concern there if he gets cut off. Like he can still get third, fourth, whatever. Right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, interesting. I wonder what other people think about that. Like I wonder on the outside what people think about his riding like that because I kind of, I think it's kind of like kind of sick, like to know or to be able to just be like, well, fuck it, I'm just not gonna ride in the like not hard in the pack here, but yeah, I'll come back like tomorrow strong. and probably just whole shot a win. Like to have that mentality would be so cool. It's like what Stromy used to do. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, I don't have so it. Today. Great. Or like kind of like Liam was the same way, honestly. Right. Yeah, I guess it's like, what are your priorities? Is your priority a podium or is your priority winning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll see. Good question. Though. Um. Ren Carell was better this weekend, I think, than New Zealand also. But um, his, his his teammate Pills wasn't wasn't mm. wasn't around. No Pills this weekend. No, it wasn't great. No, I like I I saw Pills once, and it was when he got caught up in an incident in a turn, I think, and didn't make it out of the quarter or something. Barely even saw him on TV. Come to think God of it. damn, <laughs> no, yeah, it was yeah. kind of shitty. So I think Ren Carell stepped up and is definitely he's putting his 
name in the running for spot number three, which is tough for Sylvan. But also, he hasn't like stood out to the point where it's like, I'm going to take him for sure. You know what I mean? He's not, he's not grabbing it by the balls, is what, was what you mean. Exactly, yeah. He's not taking it by storm and saying, pick me like I'm the obvious pick. It's not the obvious pick yet. But was he better? Fuck yeah. Rain Carell's going to end up going, for sure. Well, not for sure. But at this point, unless Pills does something, I think Rain Carell's the guy for three. You say it, unless Pills does it. I think it's Sylvan still. I think it's Sylvan is the one he needs to worry about still. So I, I want to see how Sylvan recovers and if he does is able to recover in time. If he can't, uh, yeah. If he can't race, then yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. If he can't, if he can't do anything, these World Cups and Worlds, well, then it sucks because then he's screwed. But if he does, it's like that's where it gets tough. Yeah, Sylvan comes back. Yeah, then it gets very interesting. And it, yeah, Sylvan is probably a. Mm, yeah, probably a better bet for a podium than Ryan Carroll at the Olympics, for sure. Yeah. I will say, it's wild once again. Like, the French team, um, like, Eddie was really fast this weekend, so he's not, like, a, he's obviously one of the guys you'd expect to be really quick. He was His starts were fantastic, I got to say. Some of the rounds or semis, he was flying, but they were, like, the random... Who's the the national champ who was just first World Cup final? Was not expecting that one bit. Oh, yeah, what's his name again? I can't uh, think of his name on top of my. I can't. I can't think of his name. I know the guy. I know you're talking about. But I could find it here if I, we want. But I don't know. Do another guy who's like ran, who not not randomly, consistently makes like semis and stuff is Simba. Dude, Dude he's yeah. like pretty consistent. He's a semi guy. He's a consistent like semi guy, which he's is solid. Like yeah. he's very solid at these World Cups. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um. Wild. Th- What's his name? I gotta find. Oh, here it is. Uh. Fucking. Quarantine, Quarantine, Dubois. Okay. Quarantine, Quarantine. Still, once the, again, four French guys in a final. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. Um, the Swiss wagon. Let's get into the Swiss wagon a little bit. Day one, wheels came a bit loose. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't quite rolling. Day two, boy, they tightened the bolts and they were fucking rolling day two. <laughs> it was weird. Led by, it, yeah. Led by Captain Cedric. Cedric really snort like he was leading from the front of the pack. Like he was showing the pack, this is what we're doing. Um, he's definitely a step above, right? Do you feel that way? Like he, it felt. I, I felt like the past couple of years, he's chipping away, chipping away, and it almost like he went backwards last year a little bit, like lost a bit. But then this year, he is just on it. Boy, he's quick. He, good starter, great for straights, really good around the track. You know what? I know he got passed by Kai down the last year before the finish line, but he rode well to hold him off. Like, man, Kai was all over him, and he never – he didn't make a mistake. Well, I guess he overjumped into the last corner. But generally, like, he did a really good job of, like, taking the insides, holding him off, with Kai breathing down his neck the entire time. Being his first – being the first World Cup he had been leading, I thought he rode great. Yeah. Man, it's got to feel – got to suck in a sense. But he's got to, like, leave there knowing, like, what I'm doing is, is working. Like, he's there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that – I think that over jump into the last corner really cost him. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. How much do you think that cost? I think that cost him the race, to be honest. Because he didn't get get good speed. Kai did, railed. As soon as he overshot and I saw Kai railing, I'm like, oh, he might be fucked here. Yeah. And he ended up getting passed. But, I mean, Kai rode really well, too, obviously. Like, positioned himself in second from, like, lane seven, I think he was in. Yeah. And um, he paged around the track, ride mistake free, and passed him for the finish line. Yeah, good job, Kai. Man, yeah. that was that was a sick win for him. Yeah, really cool. I was gonna say, kind of yeah. like too. He he didn't have like a, any results leading to this. Just boom, wins a World Cup. 
It's crazy, right? He's got a switch. He's got a switch he could flick, that guy. He's different. I th- Yeah, I don't know what's been going on. He talked about like the injuries last year, and then, like I'll be honest, like yeah, he was no- nowhere to be seen in New Zealand. And then even, uh, yes, like the first day, day one, it was kind of like, okay, like he's there, he's better. But it's like, it wasn't the Kai where he's like, he makes something out of nothing. And then I think he got caught up in something maybe the first day or didn't he think. But then, yeah, dude, it was just like, he was finding space, finding lanes, finding himself in a good spot where he could just do him. And like, like you kind of knew, like you knew around the entire track that it was coming. Did you not feel that way? Yeah, for sure. I hate and that you know, for Cedric, like, but yeah. He's Kai just had, he's different. He has a different, he has a higher level that he can go to when he needs to. Yeah. Right. He can, like he just, he's able to elevate his riding when he wants to seemingly not out of nowhere, but seemingly out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> how do you go from like, yeah, whatever he did in New Zealand to he put himself in that final. He looks like the Kai that was just like, you can't beat him around the track. Mm-hmm. So. He looks very determined. Yeah. Um, sorry. Back to the, um, Back to the wagon, back to the uh, the Switzerland wagon. Uh, kind of tough. We didn't see much of Renault this weekend at all. Like they swapped guys out a little bit, which is not great for their points, but just kind of crazy. They got guys now. They they roll deep. They do roll deep. That's why they led by a, they're a wagon. Yeah. How do you think of Simon did this weekend? Kind of. semis. How do you do day one again? I can't remember. Uh, let me semis just, let me just confirm before I get. Yeah, it was a semis on day two. Which Let me sucks, confirm day one. Which kind of sucks because yeah, he was in lane one and day two in a good spot, and then unfortunately didn't make it. But yeah, yeah I was semi day two, uh, day one as well, or yeah, semi sure. court, semi court. Yes, we'll say semi. Disappointing weekend for her, for him, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, because it felt like he had a lot of speed. Like even the race yeah, I watched his level's him. high. Yeah, yeah, he's going fast. So, oh, I just watched a George crash again. Fuck. Boy, they got two good guys, Cedric and Simon. Yeah, dude, crazy. My dark horse pick, not as dark horsey as I thought it was going to be. I'll be honest. Gil Brunner, still great, yeah. fantastic, fast. But I thought it was going to be, uh, after last season, I thought there was going to be a little extra juice there. Well, Cedric going home with two seconds from this oceanic trip. That's solid. Pretty. That's really solid. Hell like, I know of a start. Probably bummed not to win, obviously. But, man, two really good results. Ross, two? Ross, two seconds? Or is Ross a third and a second? Did Ross podium in, in New Zealand? Did Am I making something No, remember... Here? Yeah, he didn't podium. Remember day, oh. remember day two is winning the semi. They got punted. That's what Dude, the it, yeah. same thing happened to him on Sunday. Yeah, but the, it wasn't. It was by himself though this time. Didn't he get pimped on Sunday? I, let me let me go back and him? check. No, I think he slid out to by himself, which was even worse. I think. Dude, like the, I, I was like, oh my god, this pretty much the same thing happened. Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. Heartbreaking. Yeah, but obviously, huge congrats to Ross on the podium. Feel like it's a long time coming since the, especially since the world's last year when he elevated from a from a lad to a bloke. <laughs> <laughs> been chipping away, been improving. Obviously, it was no. Was his first World Cup main? When he when first, when he went from a lad no, to first, a bloke. No, it wasn't his first. No, no, no. This no. It wasn't his first World Cup main. This no, no, no. First no. podium. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. First podium. Good job, dude. More to come. Trying to find that. Showed some. I was gonna say he showed some really good speed too. Like he got unlucky. He could have been in two more mains easily with an inside pick. He probably should have won the semi the first was it the first or second day? I want to say the second day in New Zealand when he was winning. Yeah. Think about it. If he wins that semi, he might start in one in the main, and then who knows? Maybe he wins it. True. True. But he, it so was, was he's it got some. Maybe it was the quarter. He's got some. He's got some very elite speed. He does, dude. He looks different this year. Like he looks like he's got that potential to be like hole shotting, like he like he has. Whole shotting and winning, like around the track too. He's yeah, he looks like he looks frisky. Yeah. 
I love the word frisky. Very Some frisky. guys look frisky. He's been looking frisky. Yep. Where's the lap he went off? I think it was the quarter. Maybe it was quarter. It was, sem- it was a semi. It had to have been. I think it was a semi, wasn't it? No, it was, it was actually the, it was the quarter. That sucks. Yeah, I didn't realize. I thought it was the semi- quarter. He oh, whole shot of the quarter semi. from the outside. And then, dude, yeah, he just slid out on his own. Crazy. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> he was so fast. Um, random team where they roll deep, Colombians. I'd like they roll deep too. Yep. I don't know where Diego goes down, blows it. I mean, Carlos is being Carlos, but then they get uh, their other guy who was just into the final. Who I think he's a younger guy. Let me get his name here for you. I forgot his name too. Uh, let me just pull it up here. It's coming up. It should be coming up. No, you want me to go back now, YouTube? That's cool. That's cool too. Um, which name do I use? <laughs> I can't see it. It's, uh, yeah, it's Android something. Oh, we're going to Android. J Android. Yeah. I don't know which name okay. to use. <laughs> Good job. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get, let's get into the elite women a bit here. Um, yeah, like we talked about at the beginning of the show, Zoe statement race, two for two. Not only winning both weekends, but taking down Saya at home. That's big. That's a big feat, hey? Holy smokes. I think it was her semi the uh, first day, whole shot of like three bikes. Crazy, dude. She unleashed one. Smoked them. Yeah. So she stepped it up crazy. Like in the fact that like, I think we thought she was going to be a winner in New Zealand. She was not like Zoe you kind of expected at all. And then to come here was not expecting that. She's fun to watch race. I really like her style. I like watching her ride. She was flowing, hey? Yeah. yeah. She's just so good on her bike. Looks natural. Can put, put the bike wherever she wants. You know, she's probably not going to make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude, it's so cool. Do you think, uh, yeah, I was going to, I was going to ask Olympic talk. We got to save a little bit of this, but it's just like, what do yeah, you, we got to save. We got to save a bunch of that, dude. We can't be always doing it. But there that. is definitely some, uh, some Osho champ, um, thoughts with Zoe. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. So. She doesn't seem to get bothered by the moments either, you know, like kind of just does her thing. Yeah. Seems like. Yeah. She kind of like, she's very, I don't know, very chill from what you can tell. Like she doesn't Imposed. override anything. Yeah. Everything's very like, Imposed, yeah. yeah. Very routine too. Uh, like over after the main, uh-huh. I think on the first day, I think it was the first day, they shot the clip like long post in, just doing her pedal down the last Fuck race. Yeah. Like you know what, <laughs> just gotta get ready for the yeah. next day. It's just a win, yeah. Yeah, very professional. She's very professional. Like looks like it from the outside. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So, Saya rode really well too. Like I'm sure she's disappointed not to win, but yeah, she rode well. She just got beat by someone who was faster this weekend. I think. Yeah, it's got to be tough to hold in like a lot of the emotions and the excitement being at home like that. You want to do so well, so. Come away with two two seconds. Got to still feel good, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Um, disappointing weekend for Laza Bear, for sure. Yeah, yeah, to not make a main at home crowd. Yeah, it's that's too bad. That's because she's been really fast lately, like, lately. And some of her starts in the semi quarters, like, it really looked like she had the speed to, to run up front. And that turn was just getting balled up a lot of times for, for some of the women. Yeah, it's too bad. Like, she's been riding really well. And I'm sure she's disappointed after this trip. Doesn't have... Doesn't have any real real results to show for it, which is yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, because I yeah, I definitely think she's she's still gotten faster down the first straightaway, and we know she's great around the track. So it's like now it's trying to blend those two things together. Yeah, it didn't really show this this weekend, but it will. It will comes around. Uh, Meryl was really impressive. Like I feel like every time I saw her, she was whole shotting and running up front. She's a definitely she's a front runner now. Hey, like she's definitely somebody you yeah you're looking for to whole shot. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, she was she was good. Like, really consistent. First straights are really coming along. 
Yeah, I, I, really I, coming together at the right time. One of those ones who didn't have the results to show for the speed. I feel like. Yeah, I just so. kind of felt like she deserved more, huh? Yeah, to go like with one po- or sorry, with one final and a semi, like for the speed, it seemed like she had. I wasn't like, eh, she's not going. She's probably not walking away stoked on that. And it looks like she, yeah, she definitely deserved a podium. You think? Yeah. Whereas like um, Menon Vistra, on the other hand, rocket too. She has just been flying this year. Main event staple gets her first podium. New Zealand backs it up again. She's leveled up again. Dude, I'm thinking this whole, like, uh, uh-huh. yeah, these picks coming around back to the picks. She's going to be moving up to at least, I would say, second place right now in the picks. She is, yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, she is, like, a front front runner in that class now. Yeah. She's one of the top women. Dude, she was making moves in the turns, too. Like, her first turn action, I thought was great. She was sometimes going mid-pack into the first turn, but still would just slide up into a, a second or first spot. Like, dude, it was, yeah, it was. she was exciting to watch. She's very consistent, very yeah. consistent, yeah. very steady. I don't know what it is about her that changed enough to, to for her to be like this, but it's really, yeah, it's, um, I think she's basically solidified her spot. Like I think Judy's going to have a tough time getting the results to, to pass her now at this point. So. And she looks hungry too. Like she looks like she's very determined to get good results, get more podiums. Yeah. Yeah. She's not done yet. She's not done by any means of like, okay, cool. I got some podiums. I'm good. It's like, no, no job's not done <laughs> no like she she wants more i love it yeah so cool good weekend for molly two fourths got two fourths right i think yeah two fourths solid like sure her first straights especially on day two she rips them off it was was it the quarter that she popped one off on them it was the quarter <laughs> yeah, dude super yeah super fast first straight yeah yeah kind of like so, a, her and maylene dude similar similar riding but molly's just been like dominating the results now yeah i think she I think, yeah, she still needs to improve, like, first turn to finish line speed, yeah. like, kind of top-end track speed to think battle with some of the po- some of the podium-level women. But, man, her first rates were quick, and she rode really well overall. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Love to see it. Go Canada. Come on now. Let me hear you. But speaking of Maylene, fuck, her first straights are electric. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, those two girls, like, they are just two people. I say that because they're similar because, I mean, they, they were in U23 together. They both wear red being Denmark, Canada. And then, yeah, like, there's the races. Like, the, I think it was the quarters that they both, like, just pop one off. And it was like, holy shit. Yeah. She is so fast. Yeah. I don't think she's got quite got reward for her speed either. No, because she, really, she hasn't really done anything result-wise. And it feels mm-hmm. like every time she no. has had those great starts, it's at a race that's earlier around, or then she gets kind of screwed and doesn't get to do anything around the track with it. <laughs> it does seem like that, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm just kind of watching back some of it. It's like uh, that first turn got balled up a few times. Elise, uh, you know, Elise bounced back really well the second day too. Um, looked really determined to go home with a good result. A good solid podium on day two for Al. First straights were super fast, especially her semi on day two. Yeah. Yeah, she knows how to come through in the big moments, but she needs to. If it hasn't been working, doesn't matter. She'll find a way. She had a really, her first turn was really good, hey? The, in the final there, she kind of like was mid-pack, kind of getting squeezed over the triple, jumped in, and then just passed like two or three people into the turn. So She'll battle and fight till the end no matter what, too. And you could tell on day two, she was really determined. Yeah. Ain't no quitting. She ain't got no quitting her. No, no quitting quit I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'd uh, say Mariana rode better this weekend, too, than New Zealand. I think she's still racing herself into shape, but 
You know, it's even if she doesn't have the speed, like her quarter on day two, she kind of got balled up out of the second turn and then made sure she guarded the inside against fourth, carved the last turn, stayed smooth. Like she just raced very smart. Right. She's uh she's got it, dude. She she it's if you let her get the first rate speed, like you let her get comfortable, she's got the full package. So she's a very intelligent racer. Like she knows where people are on the track. She knows how to position herself. She can use, even if she's lacking a bit of her speed right now, she can still use her experience and, and knowledge to kind of get through the rounds and still have a decent race day. Do you think she's walking away from these two weekends happy? Like she kind of did what she needed to do where it was get in the mix, get some race action and now get back to training to get back to her level. Like, do you think she's happy about probably, that? Probably not. I'm sure she wanted to do better. She's yeah, a champ. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're, even if like yeah. she knows like she's not a hundred percent or whatever, like for sure she's like I want to be up there. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Right. That's a champion in her. So. Yeah. Um. Anywhere else that stood out? Any big? Any big thoughts? I don't think so. It was a good weekend of racing. I'm looking forward to watching Tulsa. Yeah, it's not like how many weeks away is it? Let's get, let's get this dialed here this time. Let's not me sound like an idiot and say the wrong date. How long, how long we but got till till Tulsa? I th- I, th- I think that'll be a, a really good World Cup. It'll be it's a bit different too because the third straight is pretty mellow compared to other ones. True, which yeah, I don't like that because I mean I feel like that's going to be either a lot of single file or big blasts in the last turn, which it could be exciting then. Yeah, April twenty seventh is the Tulsa World Cup. Okay, we, so we got some time. We got a couple months. We got a month. Couple oh, two months. months yeah. Two months. So, big break. That's yeah. That's actually quite big. Sylvan will be back. I hope so. Have you talked to him lately? No, I okay. haven't. We'll have to touch base with him. Yeah, we need to check. We need a Sylvan check in. We absolutely do. Um, any other thoughts before we close things out? How? Oh, no, it's fine. No, I think I'm good. You got any more? No, I'm all right. I think that was a um, fun weekend, fun weekend of racing. Carnage kind of sucks for some guys, but it does make racing exciting. So got to say pretty exciting weekend. I One got last, to, thanks for, I was going to say thanks for everyone for following along at Coffee Chat or Twitter. I had a good, I had good fun tweeting along to racing. I, I enjoyed it. It's been a minute since I, since I did that. I enjoyed it again. How was it? Yeah. How was the uh, being in the mix? Y'all Twitter mix. You know, it would have been great if you if you were with me, James. It wasn't the same without you. Fair. I would I should have been. I would have liked to be. And I was uh, preoccupied with two get-togethers. It looked like <laughs> it. Looked like it. A rare rugby sevens um, just having a time. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. It's it's enjoyable, and people were sending like updates from from being there in person and stuff. And I don't know. It just I think it makes the racing more enjoyable when you can tweet along to it and oh, whatever. Yeah. So especially when yeah, people join fun. in with the more people join in, the better. The more fun, for sure. Yeah, so nice to have some Aussie fans. And shout out to them. Shout out to them for making a good weekend. Shout out to New Zealand, making a good weekend. Like, it's yep. a big part of it, so. And we're on to the next one. On to the next, baby. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Pro-Gate Europe, winning starts the Great Gate. Zoe Clisons, great start on a Pro-Gate Europe. Fantastic starter. So go, go, go get one today. Go get yours today. Snap on green, folks. Snap on green, everybody. Yeah, well, what's this friggin' podcast all about? I don't get it, man. Coffee chatter? Get off my back, guys. <laughs> you have to be fast in the truck. I hate that guy. <laughs>